Did you hear that? What? What? That. That noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. It's another episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast. This is a mini episode where I tell you some short, scary stories that I find on the internet. Haley, why am I here? You're making a guest appearance on this week's mini episode because... Because... We got a wonderful, beautiful fucking email from our friend and our listener, Caesar Hope. Probably our number one fan, someone said. I think he's great. Super fan. We're his number one fan, actually. Love it. He's the best. He's an emperor. It's elegant. It's rural. That's Might not name the word. My kid Caesar or our next dog. <gasps> that's such like a cool name. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we're never gonna have kids, so it's gonna be our next. Um, can you ground a kid named Caesar though? Because that's the he fanciest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'd be like, "No, I'm not grounded. You're grounded." And then he would kick you into the Sparta pit. Bitch. <laughs> Caesar is a listener. He lives in Pakistan, which is super fucking awesome. We've got Pakistan in the house. Yeah. So happy you're listening from so far away. It's amazing how we can all bond over this thing. (laughs) Caesar sent us an awesome email. We receive voice clips Mm -hmm. from on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. From one Caesar. Okay. Mm -hmm. The audio recordings. And he lets us know that he's actually blind. And all I can say is this email is like super fucking put together. It like is. Caesar is an inspiration to all of Killed us. Killed it. Like audio quality is great, by the way, my guy. Yeah, like <laughs> better than our, we have a we have a fucking mixer, whatever you got. It's much really better. good if if you yeah. put together a podcast. We'll but all I can in. say is very well put together. No, he's amazing. Super cool. Great soul. Um, he said that he's been listening to our podcast for a while. He wanted to send us a story actually, but he couldn't because he was going through recovery. The last episode he listened to before he went under anesthesia was the anesthesia episode. Oh, damn, now I feel super bad. <laughs> So, oh, sorry there, buddy. Yeah, so, you there. Um, I'm telling you, if you're you, about to go under anesthesia, don't, don't listen, listen to this episode. episode. Just wait till you're done. Just <laughs> so he said, it was a really good episode. He loved it. He listened to it about a week or of so course. before he had his surgery. He was having an operation on his eye, and he was thinking about that episode. He was super scared. It was just going through his mind. God, that sucks. <laughs> he said you're he's just got there like, oh god, <laughs> damn. Oh, I don't want to be here now. Um, What's that? What is that? What is that? that Scalpel? What is it? What do you need that for? Why? He said that as he was getting prepared to go under, he recalled your story of how you were like counting backwards from 10 and you just blanked out and didn't remember anything. He I made it to like eight. He didn't get to count backwards. He said they were asking him questions and huh. stuff. And then he just woke up like two and a half hours later. Didn't Damn. remember any of it. So guess what, Caesar? Your luck isn't as bad as you might think, buddy. You did it. Good you job. Did it. You didn't wake up in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So honestly. You're doing great. You can do anything. You're doing so good. And um, so he was recovering. He caught up on our episodes. He said he loves the new intro. He was super excited to Dude, hear. The new intro sick as fuck. <laughs> I have to agree with Caesar. He obviously knows his shit. I keep telling you, the fucking, it's gold. 
Like, it's high quality. I've listened to, like, I don't know, four or five podcasts of pro- that not, you know, as nearly as some people out there. Can't hint. Okay, who's listening to him every fucking waking second of every I had day. to unsubscribe. I had, like, 75. Wow, that's crazy. But that's, like... Thank let, you. Let people hear me out, okay? Pat on the back to you. Pat okay. on the back to you. You should, you should be cheesed right now. I am cheesed. He also said that he loves the new intro. He loves your segment. He said it's awesome that you want the happy story. Yeah, he oh said it's God. awesome that you have a little space to be yourself and do your thing. Uh, my, and well, he loves it, and it's right, super well, funny. Being myself, I'm like really cool. Uh, exactly. Okay. So like, it's awesome. I'm, I'm really mean. So don't think that <laughs> just because I tell happy stories that I'm any. Yeah. The stories are just going to end with. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And a chest bump and shotgun in a beer. Another thing that Caesar mentioned was that um, he listened to the episode. We had a mini episode come out like almost a week late because I was having like a mental health crisis and I was just not able to function. And we all do. It's, it happens. It happens, okay. bud. Mental health is no <laughs> it's, it's very real. serious. I actually am living with borderline personality <laughs> disorder, so it is really hard. Um, it's like a constant everyday struggle for me to be well, and I am doing actually really great. But something You're awesome great. that thank you. Something awesome that Caesar said was just he was like, you know, I'm I'm struggling too sometimes. I'm not going to tell you that it gets better because that's just like generic, and I hate when people say that. But like, hang in there. Um, and thank you for saying that. It's awesome to know that. We are not alone in this crazy thing. We're not alone. There's <laughs> other there's other crazy people out there. Absolutely. And guess what? You can't get off the crazy train. Okay, so crazy. I don't know if any of you had like some kind of notion that you were gonna get off this ride early with us, but you're not. So hunker down. Thank you for reaching out, Caesar. I agree with you. Let's hang in there together and stay on the crazy train. Um crazy. last Yes. Last but not least, he did share with us a scary story. <gasps> And a it's going to be the... F- a fan submittal. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I know. Leah was our first one. That's my sister. Uh, so that one doesn't count because it's your sister. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, it was a good one, though. It was good. It was good. It was, it was great. Don't it, right. was it was very creepy. It was creepy. The video, like... Ugh, hated it. This is going to be the first story in our mini episode this week, and I thought that you might want to stick around for it. I'm here. Cool. I'm ready for it. So Caesar says that he has some issues with sleep. He sometimes... Same, but it's called coffee. <laughs> well, this is a little bit caffeine different. Caffeine is my demon. And your mistress. And my mistress. All of the love above. Caffeine. Love it. But Caesar just says that he has sleep paralysis. It happens often. And he also, on top of that, has nightmares. Um, he also describes being sensitive to supernatural and energies, which makes sleep paralysis all the scarier. That sounds terrifying. Awful. Imagine like, I waking up. memes of like sleep paralysis demons. Yeah. And I'm all just like, oh. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, some are super funny, but other ones are just like, is that what they see? Fuck. Like, I already see shadows. Imagine Those you shadow wake Shadow puppets are not so fucking not cute. Not cute. Okay. Imagine waking up in the middle of the night and you're not able to move at all or speak and you hear voices. I'm paralyzed. And, I'm paralyzed. And you, there's shadows moving above you. Yeah, it sounds fucking horrible. Big nope from me, fam. Big nope. Evil. <laughs> yeah. And in his emails, Caesar also said that he listens to That's Why We Drink, which is a, another really great true crime creepy podcast. They talk about ghosts and shit, too. They're awesome. And they had an episode where they talked about how, you know, the more near death experiences you have or if you're <gasps> ill or whatever, if you're not well, the veil gets thinner. So that could be why Caesar keeps having these experiences. 
no i don't see shit but yeah so he said maybe that's why sometimes he or why he has these kind of experiences and more specifically these episodes of sleep paralysis more than uh you know say joe schmo down the way so he has these nightmares where it feels like some outside force is trying to take control of him like something dark and demonic is trying to get in which sounds terrifying like a perverted demon i hope not i would never sleep again if i had dreams like that to be honest with you you're very brave and then he has this other dream where he comes across a little girl standing in the middle of the road she points with the car driving (laughs) so she points to like this other building and he goes there he like walks in he starts to feel awful like the atmosphere is different but then all of a sudden he'll start to hear these like overwhelming screams that just get louder and louder and then he wakes up right he has this specific dream he wakes up and he's laying on his side and someone is shaking him there's nobody in his room like he entity something was shaking him awake um he said that at that point he was so scared he woke up he felt someone shaking him awake when he opened his eyes it happened again he was not asleep anymore he was still being shook he was sleeping on his side do you know anything about sleep paralysis it can't happen if you're on your side suspicious he said his family knows that he's blind nobody would sneak in there like yeah, without making fucked up right without my making noise to that. alert him to oh my god asshole. yeah totally he just... and he said someone definitely shook him awake and it was so scary for him because there was definitely no one in his room and then he was like well i don't know maybe it's not that maybe scary it like no a, maybe it was like a lucid dream no caesar it's very scary it's very very scary <laughs> i had this one dream another reason i don't like snakes like, I had a dream about the snakes, and then I woke up in my bed, but the blankets were snakes. Oh. And I literally, like, threw my blanket on the ground. Wow. And, like, I didn't, re- I didn't wake up again. I just looked over at the blanket, and it was just a blanket. That sounds like a fever dream. It's wild, huh? Thank you. Caesar, for sending us this email, it brought us life. That is a very fucking scary story. I think it's especially scary because that's a personal sphere of mine. It's like when you're sleeping or when you're in the shower, you are so vulnerable. Honestly, like, I'm more afraid of being paralyzed. Like, what was that one where we did the episode? Like sleep paralysis? Yeah. Yeah. But there's the episode of like when he like died and the guy, like, he, he could hear the buried. Oh, like, yeah. The Clairvius Narcisse, the, the zombie one. Yeah, that one was Oh, terrifying. my God. Like, the sound of yourself being buried alive. Thank you for sending us the email. Don't forget to drink water. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. And just one last shout out to Caesar. One last shout out to Caesar. <laughs> Couple more scary stories for you guys. I think Jake is done for the day. For today. For today. But we'll see you on Sunday. Because I'm not a mini soap person. Mm-mm. I have another short, scary story for you. This is actually a series of posts from the same anonymous user. And it's from May 31st, 2016, from the Paranormal Board of 4chan. The thread is titled, Entities Me and My Neighbors Had to Deal With Back in 2005. And the poster says, I moved into a house in the outback in South Australia in 2005. Pretty much every single person living on our street had only lived there for under five years, apart from one elderly couple that lived at the end of the street. They had lived there for 40 years and had raised their children on that street. They said strange things happened there, and a lot of people can't handle it and leave. They never really went into what scared people away. They just said that the whole street was haunted or something. But they did say it only started happening in the early 90s. 
My first experience I had was a week after moving in. I heard a low-pitched humming noise coming from outside my bedroom window. When I looked out, I saw this tall, black figure with long arms and long fingers and no facial features. And he was slightly transparent. He was backed up against the wall holding the garage area of my house. Due to its height, he had to hunch over. I was looking out for about five seconds before I realized what I was looking at, and it turned its head towards me. I ran away as fast as I could from the window and told my parents. My dad ran out and saw nothing there. I sketched what I saw, picture-related, and you can see the picture on Instagram. I started hanging out with the neighbor kids. We were all teenagers, and they told me their stories, and they all described the same figures that I had seen. One of the kids was Aboriginal, and we would go visit his grandfather a lot. He called the entities Mayal Mula, which translates roughly to Stranger Man. He said that the Aboriginals in the area had been dealing with them long before the arrival of the Europeans, and he said that they weren't of the land, which meant they didn't belong there or weren't native to there, and that they would take children away and eat them. He said that the aboriginals cast them behind the creek, but since the creek partially dried up, the Mayal Mula had once again been able to get into town. The town that I lived in was built directly over the previous aboriginal settlement, and this aboriginal tribe wasn't nomadic and had remained in a small area for over a thousand years. One day, me and my friends were playing cricket on the flat patch of desert in between the road and my house. The sun was setting, and as we were packing up our stuff, we noticed that there were people off in the distance approaching the road. The closer they got, the more details we could see, and we noticed that they were fully black, tall, and that they weren't walking, but floating. We could also hear a low-pitched humming sound that got louder the closer they got. We bolted back to my house and told my parents, but my parents once again didn't believe us. I hassled my father enough to drive down on his motorbike to the area we saw them approaching. After nine minutes, he came back to the house, visibly shaken, and he said that he saw them, and that I wasn't allowed to go down there anymore. Every time I tried to get details on what happened, he would always change the subject. One night, I was coming home from a party with my friends, and as we passed the empty lot in the street, we saw these two small figures sitting on tree stumps, just staring at us. One was bigger than the other, and once again we heard a low-pitched humming sound. We were all high as fuck, and we were just standing there laughing, thinking that we were tripping out until we realized that we were all seeing the exact same thing. We couldn't all be hallucinating the same thing. One of my mates took a step towards the one closer to us, and when he did, it made this very deep growl. I had never heard anything like it. And to make a long story short, we screamed and ran to my house. I'm mentioning this because unlike the tall figures I had seen, and I'd seen them a lot at night, these things were completely physical and not transparent. They were shaped like babies, but they didn't have a neck. Now this is where shit heats up. There used to be a group of kids that would take their dirt bikes beyond the creek and would go riding way out into the desert. One day, they didn't come home, and everyone assumed they had just gotten lost. They were found a week later, all five of them. They were alive with no food and no water out in the Australian outback for a week. What scared me what scared me was what one of the kid's younger brother told me. He said that his brother had said they saw a light out in the desert, and they felt compelled to follow it. He said he felt like he was in a trance, and they didn't stop following this light for the entire week they were out in the outback. He said no matter how far they kept traveling, 
they didn't seem to get anywhere close to it. He said if the farmer that had found them hadn't have found them, they would have never stopped following the light and they would have eventually died. Anyway, getting back to the final part of the story. My mother had gotten sick of me being scared all the time, and she called her sister, who lived in Adelaide, to come visit. Her sister is a psychic or something. So she comes down, and the moment she pulls up, she tells us not to tell her anything about what we've seen, and that she's going to wander around the street for a while and come back and tell us what she saw. When she came back, she was visibly upset. She told me that these things were unlike anything she had ever experienced, and that she had also run into the spirit of an old Aboriginal woman. The woman told her that her tribe were split off the group from the Tharawal and came to the area that would become the town I lived in to escape the Mayalmula, but the Mayalmula followed them. The woman then showed her horrific images of these things slaughtering Aboriginal children and eating them through a small slit in their mouth. The woman had told her that she drowned herself in the creek so that she would act as a spiritual barrier to keep the Mayalmula out. She said that this worked until a pyramid-shaped pathway was built facing the way the Mayalmula had come from. This allowed them to come in once again, not the fact that the creek had dried up. The Aboriginal woman led my auntie down the path to show her something even more terrifying. After eating the small children, they would rebirth these kids to be their minions or some shit. My auntie said that these beings are completely physical, and they live out in the desert, and sometimes they come into the town for food. She said these things are harmless and mainly just keep an eye on people for the Mayalua. My auntie became confused and said if they were killing children just to make them into spies, then what was their motive in the first place? It was explained to her that the Mayalmula just seemed intent of inflicting pain and suffering on people. She said that they cause miscarriages, accidents, and they kill the weak. Despite this, they seem to have a personal vendetta against the Aboriginal woman's tribe and seem intent on wiping them out. And that's why they remained focused on the town. My auntie came to the conclusion that the Mayalmula aren't human spirits and aren't spirits at all. She believed that they were a physical, reproducing race of beings and are most likely aliens. She said that she had heard of similar beings all around the world. After hearing all of this, we put the house on the market and began preparations to leave. A couple of days before we left, I went on one last motorbike ride where my father had told me not to go. While riding along a dirt path, I saw this rock on the side of the path, and it was weird because it looked like it was smoothed down a bit and it had some markings on it. I don't know if it's related at all to what had been happening. Personally, I think it's someone playing a joke, because none of the engravings on it are aboriginal, and the engravings are all over the place. Anyway, I took it with me when we moved. Here's a picture. It'll be on our Instagram. So yeah, that is my experience with the paranormal. I thought I'd share it with you all, and it would be great if someone else had an experience like this that they could share. Um, he actually also has a picture of a chat that he had with the buddy who sent him a picture of the fucking tall, gangly, creepy thing. It is so scary. And it's also, it's a Facebook chat. You know, we have confirmation that somebody else was seeing this shit. That's this week's mini episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you have an email, please send it to us at the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com. That's P-O-T-C-A-S-T. Or DM it to us on Instagram at THC podcast with a t instead of a d thank you so much for listening don't forget to drink water and we'll see you on sunday for a full-length episode goodbye